0: Weekends are made for catching up.
1: Here's what you missed from the KLRC Morning Show with
0: Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC, good morning, Christy here. Mark has the morning off, and usually on Mondays, we kick our week off in prayer, and I wanted to share with you a verse I've been just camping out on, it's Proverbs 4.23, it states, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Another version of that verse says, be careful how you think because your life is shaped by your thoughts. It's pretty amazing to me that everything we do literally starts with our thoughts. And I was reading a little bit this past weekend. It said, did you know that according to research, the average person has approximately 60,000 thoughts per day? 60,000. That's ranging from Anywhere from mundane daily tasks to deeper contemplations about life and the world around us. So how important is it then that we guard our thoughts? So that's what I want to pray for us today. Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we just come to you this morning just thanking you for the extremely incredible brain that you give us that we can actually come up with 60,000 thoughts a day. How amazing are you, God? Lord we just ask you this morning to help us take our thoughts captive, so that they reflect your thoughts, and that means our actions will reflect your actions. Help us think on things that are noble, uh, pure, lovely, anything that is praiseworthy. Help us think on those things, Lord. And and sometimes our most negative thoughts are our thoughts about ourselves, comparison. Lord, I know for me can be my worst enemy. So help me. And all of us see how much you love each of us individually. And remember that our lives are sacred. And your word specifically says about each one of us that we are each beautiful. Romans 8 says we are each loved. 2 Corinthians 5, we are each fearfully and wonderfully made. And your daughters and sons. John 15, we're your friend. Romans 3, we're redeemed. 2 Corinthians, a new creation. Galatians five ten we are free from guilt and shame. Ephesians one, we each are chosen and seen righteous in your eyes, Lord, because of your son, Jesus, all of this because of him. Thank you that we get to shape our thoughts today with your thoughts about us and help us lean into that. So that as we move throughout our day and our week this week, that our actions reflect you because our thoughts started with you. We love you, Lord in Jesus name. Amen. KLRC. Good morning. Christy here. Mark is road tripping with one of his sons. So it's just me solo in the studio. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. And uh, I just want to ask you, um, are you walking through a tough time right now where you may be struggling to see God's plan? If so, I get it. Uh, I was reading this story about Joseph and his brothers with my son this, a few nights ago and it really hit home for me. So I thought maybe I'd share it with you a little bit. It was the story of Joseph and how he was his dad's favorite and his brothers didn't like the favoritism. Joseph didn't help much by telling them he had a dream that one day they would all bow down to him. Probably not the wisest thing to say. In fact, they had had enough and they secretly sold Joseph into slavery. So here Joseph went from being the most favored son in his family to living the life of a slave. And the next thing you know, it gets worse. He gets wrongly accused and ends up in prison. So did he deserve all of that? I would say absolutely not. Even if he was, you know, saying, hey, hey, bros, you are going to bow down to me. I don't think that constituted uh, slavery or prison. But nevertheless, there he was a slave and then a prisoner. But one thing he always kept close to him was his faith. He stayed true to God and trusted God in the midst of all of that. But One thing Joseph had going for him was that God had given him a true gift to interpret dreams. And because of that gift, the word got out to the king of his ability to do this. And then the next thing you know, he was able to help the king by interpreting a dream that was predicting a famine that was to come. What stands out to me here is that Joseph's faith and choice to stay true to God and use that gift that God had given him, that's what got him out of prison. It was his faith and the gift that God had given him. The story then tells us that eventually Joseph was given the title of prince. And then his brothers came to Egypt looking for food because they were in that famine that Joseph had predicted through the interpreting those dreams. And of course, you can imagine they were shocked to find their brother whom they had sold into slavery now residing over them as a prince and if you think about it Joseph could have had a big ego as a prince he here he is he's in a position he could put them into slavery he could even have their lives end on that very spot he could demand that happen and they were scared of course that something like that could happen i mean they knew what they had done but Joseph because of his relationship with the lord he was compassionate and he was wise He forgave his brothers and said to them, hey, if it wasn't for all that I've been through, I wouldn't be here today. What a powerful story of trusting in the Lord through the darkest of seasons and letting those seasons grow him and shape him and prepare him for the next thing that God had for him. Reading that story with my son was just another reminder to me that God sees way far in advance than we do. And I just want to share that because whatever you're walking through right now, just remember, If you choose to run from God because of anger or resentment or anything that might cause you to walk away, I can promise you it won't lead you down the road that God has for you. But if you trust in God in these darkest times and use the gifts that he's given you, he will use all of it, just like he did in Joseph's life. He will use all of it for your good. So I just say that to encourage you and myself, let's draw near to him and he'll draw near to us. Thanks for letting me share that this morning.
2: So yesterday was two holidays. It was President's Day yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was also Co-Host Appreciation Day yesterday.
0: <laughs> did you just make that up?
2: <laughs> I, I think it's a thing. I felt it yesterday. I was like, you uh-huh. know what? Christy did the whole solo thing so I could be gone to take a little road trip yeah. with my son. I appreciate that. That's Because I know that meant getting up earlier for you.
0: Well, I things. listen, okay, it's co-host appreciation. I appreciate you because I'm like, praise God, I don't have to do this every day like this. It, that is not easy. There's 5,000 different buttons going on and things you have to over here. think about. And yeah. you do it so seamlessly, like you're just mm-hmm. talking and casually you know, moving buttons and while you talk and just old, it's just a whole nother ball game in that chair. Uh I I get to just come in and talk. Okay. But whenever I work the board like that, it's a little stressful. I'm not going to lie, but, but it's, it's a growth opportunity. And that's what I kept saying to (laughs) myself. Justin
2: would be so proud of you right now.
0: (laughs) Yesterday I was like, it's a growth opportunity. It's a growth opportunity. (laughs) I'm growing. I'm growing. Did you, it's a good
2: time. How early did you have to get up?
0: Uh, I got up about 3.30, <laughs> okay. um, but I really didn't sleep. I slept for about an hour total because I was so scared I was going to oversleep. Oh, and yeah. so I just kept stressing about the clock. And uh-huh. So I
2: slept pretty so did the whole hard morning show on one hour sleep yeah, yesterday.
0: I was running on adrenaline and, oh, okay. and I worked out yesterday. That's impressive. So, yeah, I'm surprised I'm even here right now. <laughs> be honest. I'm glad glad you are. (laughs) I'm totally glad, (laughs) and I'm so
1: glad you're back. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy.
3: 9.9 KLRC
1: Ready for some good news? We are too. Here's your positive difference story of the day.
2: So back in 2017, a woman named Jennifer's life took a drastic turn while she was driving to work. After she dropped off her kids at school, all of a sudden she started feeling lightheaded Mm -mm. and veered off the road. She crashed into a pole and ended up in a coma and serious condition in the hospital. My goodness. Right? That coma lasted five years. Throughout the challenging time, Jennifer's mom, her name is Peggy, never lost hope for her daughter's recovery, even though the doctors told her repeatedly, even from the beginning, she's not going to wake up from this. Okay? They wanted them to just make some life-altering decisions. And she was like, nope, I, I just am going to pray and believe. I'm just, yeah, see what happens. Despite the odds, Peggy showed up literally every day to care for her daughter. She said having a positive attitude was super important. And I treated her, she said, just like she could hear me. So I would tell her what the kids were up to, what we had been doing. I'd try to encourage her. And for years, I would just hold her hand and say, Hey, Jen, just squeeze my hand. But she never did.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: Until August 25th of 2022. That's when Peggy, the mom... Made a little joke, and all of a sudden, Jennifer laughed.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: Can you imagine that moment?
0: Doing that for five years five every day. Five
2: years every single day. And
0: squeezing her hand and nothing. nothing and then one day, all nothing.
2: of a sudden, wow. hear laughter. And the following weeks, there would be lots of speech therapy. Jennifer started learning to make some sounds, some vowels, even spelling words. And less than a year later, she was actually able to actually go home and stay out of the hospital. And last fall, Jennifer was able to attend her son's high school football games, which was a fulfilled dream for both of them.
4: Oh, my goodness. Wow. She
2: went literally from five years in a coma yeah. to this. Despite the progress, Peggy, the mom says she continues to stay focused on Jennifer's recovery. She still has a long road to go and lots of goals ahead. And she said it's just about staying positive and keeping working towards improvement day after day after day. (laughs) Man, what a, first of all, beautiful picture of love. Mm -hmm. And that whole idea of just, wait, I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah. Even now?
0: Yeah, just the perseverance and
2: the moxie, something like that would take is incredible. It's amazing. Wow. It's our positive, different story of the day.
1: KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy.
2: Mark, Christy, so um, Christy survived yesterday.
3: Mm -hmm. Barely. Barely.
2: Got up early. Did the show by yourself yesterday. Now I'm really glad you're back. (laughs) We were driving a little yesterday. (laughs) Got a little bit of yesterday and my wife's like, I think she, I think she misses when you're there, and I was like, "You think?" She was like, "Yeah, I think so." I was like,
0: "Okay." Well, it's well, true. Good. It's true. You like, you do right. a lot over there it's with that, that board and all those little buttons, and while you're talking, it's a little. So
2: that's what you miss, me pushing all the buttons. No, I
0: I do miss having you in the studio, Mark. I'm just kidding.
2: come I'm on, kidding. Uh, we are. It's good to be back. Uh, so yesterday, I got to take a little road trip. My wife mm-hmm. and I took our son. Uh, one of the schools he's looking at there was a little honors competition thing so we got the road trip and uh and this week it is all crashing in on me as a dad you got that so i'm sitting there watching walking him walk around the college campus and i was like this is it like this is all really <laughs> happening last week of basketball seasons so of senior year that senior night thing's coming up and it's the last road trip tonight and i'm like this is all getting very, very real Wow! Well, really, really quickly.
0: I don't even have a senior yet. I mean, max 11, but listening to you talk about your son and how you show me, you showed me that picture this morning of him as a little guy and the and, basketball and was like bigger than his head. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it just brought tears to my eyes. I mean, how fast it goes and how important it is to soak it in. And
2: yeah. Oh man. I I know the next couple of months too are just going to fly by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you asked the question about like, what do you do to make the most of that last few yeah. months that did, you get yeah. with one of your kids? Or or even you, maybe your parents did something for you that you were like, man, this made it a really valuable last few months at home.
3: Good morning. Good morning. So I was calling about the um, advice.
2: Yes. How do I make the most of these last few months?
3: So my son, um, didn't go to college. He went straight into the military Yeah. and so when he left, he was gone. Like I didn't see him for eight weeks. And, um, then after that, it was just on the occasion. Um, he was up in Chicago, Illinois. And my suggestion is to take one big last family vacation together.
0: Oh, that's
2: a good idea. Yeah, that's um, a really good thought.
3: I we went somewhere that none of us had ever been and um all new experiences and it was it was great because it it was whenever we you look back on it and you recall it, it was all new experiences for all of us. So that would be my suggestion just take the time, take a big family vacation um, before he moves on.
2: That's really good. And to do something new, go somewhere new or experience something new, that's a great idea.
3: Yeah. We went to D.C. and um, we went to Virginia and it was just so many places that we had never been before. And he was kind of, he's kind of a history buff anyway. Yeah. So we got to see a lot of the things that he loved and, but none of us had ever seen before.
0: Mm, that is beautiful well thank you so much for sharing that with
2: us and thank you to your son for serving our country too. Mm -hmm. appreciate that so much
3: thank you thank you the klrc morning
5: show with mark and christy 90.9 klrc 90.9
2: 90.9 KLRC. Good morning, it's Mark, Christy. Tomorrow, Chaplain Justin will be here. We'll have Sherry, our queen of customer service. Mm-hmm. Lauren, our millennial mama of twins. She's going to be here too. In fact, um, this is kind of fun. We actually just got a text message from Lauren's dad. Uh, we were having that conversation about how do you make the most of the last few months. Like my son's graduating yeah. from high school. And, uh, he he says, "Mark, I'm not sure if you're gonna like what we did. When Lauren was a senior, it was her idea that before she went to college, we should get a dog, and we did."
0: I think, Dave, you are brilliant. No, no,
2: Such a great no. Idea. Thank God. Ninety point nine K KLRC. That stars go dim, and thank God it's Mark and Christy. Shout out to Christy. Handled solo yesterday so I could have wow. a day off. Thank you. You're welcome, Mark. Nicely done. Appreciate I'm really glad, it. glad you're
0: back because <laughs> it's stressful over there in that chair with all those buttons. You
2: did it. but
0: You did it. Made it through. Well done. Um, but it's just a, a testament to how good you are at what you do. <laughs> well so no. It's true.
2: Well, thank, hey, you. This is all, my thank you. I hope to receive that. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, but you did. You, you, you flew solo and you were great yesterday, so well, thank you. Thanks, Mark. Well, well
0: done. This morning, you've been just Messing with my emotions because just talking about Caden,
2: because I'm a mess. This I know. week is like it's all hidden.
0: I know it's your last few months with Caden at home before yeah. he goes to college. And you guys, you just visited a college yesterday, <laughs> so
2: that all hit because I was like, Oh, wait, like this is coming. This is just mm-hmm. to be on a college campus with him, and he's you know, all dressed up, being a professional young man, all that stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is real like this is really happening
0: and his last basketball game. and then so, this
2: is the last week of basketball his season. senior so year senior nights friday night that's gonna <sighs> be another deal and i'm like oh it's pouring on well this your week.
0: description of him as a little guy and how you can just see him holding mm. that big basketball right, that's yeah. bigger than his head whenever he was little little like kindergarten
2: Rich, i'm sure he does not want me to ever bring up to him ever <laughs>
0: Well, I, I don't know. It brought tears to my eyes. And, and then just, I was reading an article earlier just about mm. a dad the, the day before his son's leaving for college and just how he had to leave the room and, and cry yeah. in the corner because, you know, and just the dogs watching him pack mm. and his new England Patriots posters are on the wall and he's just yeah. watching his son get ready to, to take off
2: for a new journey in
0: life and, a life changing journey,
2: and at the end of the, that's what I want for him. Like right. from yeah. so the beginning, Tiff and I were like, "Hey, these are arrows, right? We want to shoot them off. Like we want them to be adults, but it doesn't make it necessarily easy when, when you start realizing this is the final few months. Like this is coming to this season's coming to an end.
0: Yeah. So I mean, this morning that's what we've been talking about. Just how do you make the most of these last few months with your senior? in high school, before they, they may be going off to the military, you know, or just different wherever they're going. How do you make the most of these moments? And uh, we've heard so much good wisdom from several of you this morning. Good morning, KLRC.
4: Hey, Mark, this is Lee Donnell. How are you doing today? Good, Lee. How's it going? Good. Mark, my advice for you is to be in the little things. Mm. Be in the little things and everything. I've had to do it 10 times with my children. Wow. If I could give any suggestion it would be the things that you think are not important are really important. So be in the little
3: things. Yeah. That would be my greatest advice I could give you.
2: That's really Is good. It? Yeah. Heading into these mom, last few months yeah. of just look for those little moments and not miss. Yeah. them.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you got to remember James four fourteen. If you remember what it says, it says that life is but a vapor; it appears for a little time and vanishes away. Mm,
2: wow, that's really really good. Thank you. Little things. Yeah.
0: What and do you th- What do you think of like the little things for yeah, you and Caden?
2: It's a good one. Um, what would you think of? I, I, and this is probably on my mind this week because even like tonight. We've got one of his last road trips for basketball. The time in the car mm-hmm. I have learned as a dad. Those are sacred moments if I'll have eyes to see them. Mm-hmm. Too often I'm like, Oh, we're just running an errand or off or whatever. But I know, especially I mean, once he goes to college, all that kind of like we're just not gonna have that mm-hmm. very often. Yeah. And so And already he's got his own car and driving. So it's not like it used to be, but there's still some moments like tonight we'll get the ride home after his basketball game. I'm like, okay, how do I make the most of just what feels like an ordinary thing? Right. And just be like, what, what kind of conversation could we have? What what kind of moment could I take advantage of? I
0: I bet your ride home tonight's going to be a little different.
1: Mm, Yeah, I hope so. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy.
3: Nine ninety nine KLRC.
1: It's hitting my dad heart big time
3: mm-hmm.
2: that my youngest son, who's a senior in high school, which I knew, like, it was starting to bubble up that this is it. But, I don't know, doing the college road trip yesterday, last week of basketball, this week, final season, all that stuff, it's mm-hmm. now, like... Oh, yeah, this is really happening. We're down Thank to the you. last mm-hmm. few months before he starts a whole new season of life. Uh, and I'm super proud of him, but the, the, the dad part of me is a little like, oh man.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm know how you're it. functioning. I, I think, I'm serious. I think whenever Mac, because we are just so close and I, uh-huh. I feel like, his senior year I can't even think about it like it just makes me want to cry he's looking at pictures of your son yeah. who's not even my son I'm crying were, because I'm thinking about my son and and I'm just thinking I already know like from January of his senior year like I just don't even talk to me probably for like two years because all I'm going to do is cry <laughs> unless you want me to cry
2: right I'm just bring up one word and, yeah. Yeah, his name and, tears yeah. and
0: I will have a back Pack full of kleenexes that i will carry with me everywhere because i know if you talk to me at all i'm gonna be crying yeah that's pretty much it
2: it's understandable
0: so i mean it's it is tough it's beautiful right and it's it's good it's not bad so tough
2: and we've been talking this morning about okay so when that comes those last few months come how do you how do you make the most of it Uh, And and I've loved all the reminders from, hey, take a big trip together. A few different people have suggested that, especially even if you can experience something new. That's a good way to make the most of that last few months.
0: Well, one thing, too, I would say to just add making the most of just these last few months. I mean, wherever they are right now, make the most of it. Mm -hmm. That's one way you make the most of all of it. Like I just think about Mac. He's 11. And I'm like, I need to soak this in and make the most, make the most of this now. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, and the and next year, till, yeah. But but here, yeah, these last few months, what can you do before yep. they go off? That just really, you know, we've yes. heard some good suggestions. Yeah, Lee,
2: one of our listeners had a really great reminder of just the little ones, the little moments. Make the most of those. Like lock into those. Yeah. Um, Dave suggested getting a dog. I'm not so sure <laughs> that I'm really into that.
0: A brilliant <laughs> but idea. Thank
2: you. Uh, what
3: about you? So, I was thinking of a photography session, but not in a studio. Go out and find maybe one of your favorite locations with your family. And a good photographer is going to have you do silly poses that are going to make you laugh, like have genuine laughs. And so, that that experience in itself is going to be, excuse me, fun. (laughs) Mm. Oh, yeah, that's That's a great great idea. Yeah,
2: if I only knew a photographer.
3: <laughs> his daughter, his daughter, literally
0: is a his professional daughter. photographer. <laughs>
2: no, that's a great idea. That's, that's yeah, you should that totally would be really do, that, fun. Mark. do a little photo session with yeah. our son before he yeah. heads off. That's maybe, a good idea. Maybe
0: the two of y'all playing one on one basketball would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they'll be laughing. Well, that's, there might be laughter
2: on his end. <laughs> uh, that's a great
1: thought. Yeah. Good idea. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening and, yeah. and taking the time to share that with us. We appreciate that. Yeah, no problem.
1: Ready for some good news? We are, too. Here's your positive difference story of the day.
0: All right, Mark. So 60 years ago. Okay. 1964. All right. Gerald and Emily, they met on the school bus. Aw. Emma was uh, sitting in the seat, and Gerald got on the bus, and he didn't have anywhere to sit. And she said, you can sit by me. And he had moved down the road uh, recently. He was kind of a new guy. And so he got on the bus. He didn't really know anybody, didn't know where to sit. So she said, you can sit next to me. And this is what Emma said. She said his mom had cleaned him up real nice.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. He had on. You look like you've showered. Come sit here.
0: She said he had on white jeans that were even creased.
2: Wow. She remembers. too. Uh, Yeah. That's awesome. Okay.
0: So years after their first meeting, They both found themselves working at the same elementary school. Okay. This is in Oklahoma City, by the way. All right. So not far from here. Just up the road. And so Emma is a teacher's assistant, and Gerald was a a crossing guard. And they continued to work at the school, okay, for years and years. They're still there. Okay. And uh, the librarian said Mr. and Mrs. Lee are like the grandparents of the school. Everyone loves them. Mm. So last week... Uh, family and friends came together to celebrate their 60 years of marriage, 60 year anniversary.
2: That's amazing.
0: And they threw a surprise bus themed party.
2: Yeah, they did on
0: the school bus. (laughs) That's
2: so awesome.
0: And uh, they were shocked. They were overjoyed. Emma says, we're just in love today. Just as much as we were Hmm. when we first got together. She said, one of the secrets is they actually like one another.
2: Yeah. That helps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're going to be married, you better like your partner. Mm. And we really like one another, and he makes me laugh.
2: That's awesome.
0: So they say they're now looking forward to their 75th anniversary.
2: That's so cool.
0: And who knows? You know, maybe for their 75th,
2: they'll actually get a bus. <laughs> Somebody will just go one, to and they like, hey, yeah. in honor of, but, gonna, I, it's a great love story, obviously uh-huh. a romance love story, but I love the fact that what they're known for too, is the mm-hmm. way that they've loved on these all these kids. Yeah. Being the grandparents of the school, you know, oh, that. Absolutely. Uh, they uh, they found a way to like, mm-hmm. together, make a difference.
0: Yeah pretty neat
2: pretty awesome that's our positive different story of the day
5: the klrc morning show with mark and christy 90.9 klrc
0: and chaplain justin is in the studio this morning what's up
3: chaplain
4: uh, good morning good morning
0: we are so pumped that you're here today as always because mm-hmm. you bring the wisdom that Mark especially needs.
2: <laughs>
0: maybe. Wait, wait, wait.
4: I mean, that's actually true. Very okay, very maybe true, I needed actually. more. This actually. is interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, one of the things we want to talk to you about is forgiveness. Okay? Tomorrow on our, our show, we're going to just dive into this topic more in depth. But since we've got you here in the studio, yeah. we just want to ask you, you know, when it comes to forgiveness, you know, Jesus says you got to, you know, forgive, like, Seventy times seventy-seven or ten times—I don't remember what. Yeah, yeah a, a, a ton. Basically, every time you're holding an offense, you need to forgive. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I was thinking about my own journey and how sometimes I have to keep forgiving someone over and over about the same offense that happened, you know, ten mm-hmm. years yep. ago, and and but what i also realized in my journey is that the more i started working about why that was so offensive to me and really facing and dealing with those emotions and then also trying to see their viewpoint as well Mm -hmm. then i was able to let go of that and not have to forgive 77 times you know 7 Mm -hmm. or 10 Mm -hmm. or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um but i feel like we are commanded as christians to forgive, um, because I think there's freedom in that. I think that's why God wants us to forgive is mm-hmm. because of the freedom. But um, what does a healthy forgiveness even look like?
4: Hmm. Yeah, well, I think uh, forgiveness is we know the word, right? It's central to the gospel. Like uh-huh. God forgives us of our sins through Jesus and what he's done. But I find that uh there's a lot of confusion around forgiveness, you know, and uh one thing is okay i 'm supposed to forgive and, and so I try to dismiss or bury my feelings, my hurt feelings, or someone going the other way is like you know this person's supposed to forgive, they need to forgive me of what 's going on, and so you you dismiss their hurt feelings or things like that. The other part is um justice. Mm. And so forgiveness is very tied into justice. And if justice has not been served, there hasn't been repentance or that that changes what that forgiveness and what that reconciliation may Mm -hmm. or may not look like. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot uh, to this forgiveness thing. Uh, I would say two things to, to kind of what you said. One is we need to process the hurt that's there, the anger. It really is. There's a lot of grief and healthy grief that needs to go through that. So that you know what you are releasing to God in the first place, not just trying to hide it somewhere.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Not just saying, hey, I forgive you. It's what I'm commanded to do. So we're going to move forward. Yeah.
4: There's more to it. it. Something I've
2: felt this. I've, Mm -hmm. I've kind of owned Mm -hmm. what it's done to me
4: yeah and with someone else maybe that you have a relationship with you communicate this it hurt my feelings when Mm. and they respond to that sometimes you don't have that opportunity so within yourself with you know godly friends and through prayer you let that go uh, uh, with god the other thing is it is continual uh, often because those memories pop up it forgive and forget is not real in fact, it's unhealthy. Um, but those things come up, and we have another opportunity. Okay, God, this is this is yours. I'm mm. letting you handle this. Um, I'm not holding it against this person. I'm not letting bitterness and resentment hurt me internally because of this. No, I'm letting this go to you. You deal with it and help me walk through this day in, in a bit more freedom. Wow. Mm.
2: That's really, really good. I'm thinking about when... The followers of Jesus asked him, how should we pray? One of the mm-hmm. things he says, right, is uh, to uh, ask for forgiveness Father, forgive, and forgive those yes. who sinned against me. Yeah. I think the order probably matters. Yes. I, I don't think that's accidental. <laughs> but I think it's interesting that Jesus would say, do that often. that idea and for me me when i pray that prayer
4: like it catches me by surprise over and over again i can't Mm. tell you and there it is forgive as you've been forgiven oh Oh, man okay here we go there's something else i need to let go that's really good
2: bomb thank you chaplain justin the
3: klrc morning show with mark and christy 90.9 klrc
2: Wednesday game time. It's time for a battle of generations. Another full house in the studio today. Mm-hmm. Lauren, our favorite millennial mom of twins, is in the house today. Hello. Good morning. Heart the twins. They're good. Doing yeah. great. Everybody staying healthy, growing. Yeah. Growing big. They're oh. getting heavy. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine. The carrying around two. I know.
3: Wow. And, and, and you legit. know when you're
0: carrying around two, each of them are reaching for different things.
3: Like <laughs> so you yeah, got
5: one on each hip.
3: You know, yeah, we use
2: the
5: wagon a lot because okay. they are almost at the point I can't contain both of them if I hold them. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: wagon makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, All right. Um, Chaplain Justin is here. Good morning. Good morning. For some reason, the wagon and you made sense. To- yeah, we've done like the we'll wagon, especially Justin at the, the zoo. Here.
4: You know, <laughs> they walk like did fifteen minutes and they're done. We right. got like four like, hours hey. left at the zoo. Oh. Yes, yeah. I thought
0: you were saying your wife was pushing you in the wagon at <laughs> That's the actually zoo. What yeah, I was sometimes. Amazed, too. <laughs> yeah, when Sign I'm having it, a hard time,
4: um. it was hot. We did it in July. Like I was tired, so <laughs> I was like, "Hey, hey, Rachel, could you just give me a lift a on this while? wagon?" It made a, the boys walk.
0: It's not <laughs> yes. a bad idea, though. Push Jess in the wagon. You just be preaching the gospel, like rolling by. A,
4: a little rolling chaplain yeah. chuck wagon.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> nice. All right. So, the queen of customer service here at KLRC, Sherry, our resident baby boomer, with is that a Mario Brothers hat? It is. That is awesome. It is hey, awesome. Isn't it cool? I know. I'm
4: running out of hats, so I had to go buy this
3: one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
2: All right. But it was cheap. Fair work expense. Understood. All right. So Sherry will represent the Boomers, and of course, Christy is here to represent Gen X. (laughs) Chaplain Justin's got the uh, score updates for us, and we'll try to keep the peace if things get a little... Yeah, it seems peaceful so far. So far, so good. Uh, Lauren, you're in the hot seat. Okay. All right, your first question is from Sherry. Okay. Something baby boomers would be more apt to know. The Canadian actor John Candy appeared in numerous movies, one of Sherry's favorite. It's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm. Oh, that is classic. I love that movie, and I love John Candy. Isn't it?
0: I know. I I love him. And I bet Lauren's dad probably saw this, so...
2: Yeah, I bet your dad probably would know. Uh, In a domino effect of rerouting the initial flight home, John's character, Bill Griffith, a salesman, teams up with Steve Martin's character, Neil Page, an advertising exec, in an attempt to make it home in time for Thanksgiving. Okay, that's the storyline. What product does Dell sell? In planes, trains, and automobiles.
3: Mm. Have mm. you seen this movie, Lauren? Have you seen it? Do you I know have. about it? Oh, you have. I have. Okay, yes. um,
5: he was in Home Alone. He has a little spot yeah. there. And my dad yeah. was like, "He's in planes, trains, and automobiles. Like that's his actual movie. This is just a spot." Like, you need to watch that one. It's like, okay. And so we watched it like three or four months ago. Isaac and I were like, this is on our list. Like, we have to watch this. Oh, my
2: goodness. Okay. Um,
5: so I've seen it, but I, I don't remember what he sells. What can I get some sells. options? Yes, you can get options.
2: <laughs> is it used cars, kitchen knives, magnetic chip clips, or shower curtain rings? It's shower curtain rings. That's what it is. Confident? Okay. Okay. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> wow, I cannot John, believe it. I, I did believe not that. see that coming.
0: Like, me either. You just watched this a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. What are the chances of that?
2: That's yeah. wild. Okay. I must have known. that i I thought that was a safe question question. yeah Yeah. 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 lauren well done thank you that is a point for the millennials good question sherry man i thought that would have got her okay (laughs) um all right your next question is from christy something that gen x would be more apt to know tim the tool man taylor host of the home improvement show tool time definitely is not as handy at home as he is on TV, he and his wife Jill raise three boys, and Tim often relies on his next-door neighbor to provide unconventional wisdom and perspective to Tim's life's challenges. His neighbor's face is never seen, one, except for one time throughout the show. Right? Never, never seen. Never. You only see his eyes and hat above the fence as he speaks to Tim. What is his neighbor's name?
5: Did we do a home improvement question? I was going to say. Like we, we did. It a was remember- like a couple of weeks ago.
0: I, I did about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. The heartthrob. So this is, okay. yeah. And so it got me thinking about home improvement. And
2: <laughs> okay. I thought this
0: might be a good question. Who's the guy behind the fence that he's always taking wisdom from? You only from? see
2: his eyes. You only see his hat. Yeah. He was almost as famous as Tim the Toolman. Man. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You said you've watched the new one, right? The remake?
5: Um... So there's like a new show. It's called The Last Man Standing. Uh, Okay. So it's different. Got it. um, Okay. Yeah, I think his name is Wilson.
2: Okay. Do you want options? You're gonna go with that, or go just go out of the blue with that?
5: Let's let's hear the options. I like to feel the options are was his (laughs)
2: name was his name Al Jack Mister Ed or Mister Wilson.
5: Well, I didn't know it was Mr. Wilson. I thought it was just Wilson. That's Wilson. So, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. That's I'm just going to, she
0: knows. That's two in a row, right? That I know. That's two. impressive.
4: Yes. <laughs> also, Mr. Wilson is who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, w- whenever I was preparing for that question, I was watching several clips of Wilson mm-hmm. and Tim. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it made me want to go watch Home Improvement all over again because it is so good. But, you know, Wilson's really based off of, true person that when tim was growing up the the guy who it, it, his real like name a is Tim, across isn't it? The but anyway, yeah, he said when, as a kid, he, there's a neighbor on the other side that he never could see <laughs> the guy's face, but he could hear him all the time, and oh, so that's what inspired fire. that character. And I, I think awesome. it's made what made that character so unique too. It made it more appealing to watch. But anyway,
2: okay. it was it's good stuff. nice nice. So check it out. Good stuff. All right, millennials off to an early lead. Good points. <laughs> Round two is coming up.
1: Wilson, <laughs> I know neighbor klrc morning show with mark and christy
2: it is round two of the wednesday game the millennials came to play today chaplain justin a
4: little score update millennials have two gen x zero boomers zero
2: okay
5: what a morning
2: all right well done lauren
4: off to a good start uh
2: christy of course is repping gen x and sherry repping the baby boomers you are in the hot seat yes (laughs) and still sporting the mario brothers hat which is amazing we'll put a picture of this on the morning show facebook page today all right so your first question is from lauren so this is something that millennials would be more apt to know in the movie shrek who is the voice of princess fiona by the way thank you for a short question Hi. You're
5: welcome. Just thought Hi. I'd balance it out here. You know, I get these books. I was like, let's just ask the question. Christy's I feel like that's directed towards me. <laughs> it was.
2: <laughs> just to clarify, yes. That was a shock.
5: Yeah. Shrek right. is a classic for millennials.
2: Oh, yeah, it is. True. All right. So in the movie Shrek, who is the voice of Princess Fiona? All right. You ready, Sherry? You, you know this? I think I
1: know this. Have you, I've you seen six. Shrek? It's okay. Amazing. All right. Is
2: the voice of Princess Fiona Jennifer Aniston, Sandra Bullock, Amy Poehler, or Cameron Diaz?
3: Cameron Diaz. (gasps) Yes!
2: The baby boomer coming in hot. Oh
3: my goodness. Battle
0: already today.
2: Man. Everyone's
0: getting their questions correct. Well done.
4: And not even guessing today. I
2: know. This is
4: like straight up. Useless knowledge. Pure knowledge. <laughs> hey. It actually feels kind of strange. Like, I feel <laughs> uncomfortable.
5: This is not the norm for with, us. like,
4: us having actual knowledge of things and right. answering questions correctly. What is happening? It's, yeah. All right. Um, okay. So that is a point for the baby boomers on the board.
3: Yay!
2: Uh, your second question is from Christy. This is something Gen X would be more apt to know. Mm-hmm. Although being governor of Arkansas and president of the United States is what put Bill Clinton in the American history books, he famously made an appearance on a TV show that had America humming in awe as he played the saxophone. Mm-hmm. On what oh, popular man. TV oh, show?
4: no. Because so I was going to say I know this song because it was a...
2: 100%. There's clips of this that show up every once in a while uh-huh. still. I'm going to have to Google
5: this. Okay.
4: I've
2: never heard of this in my life. I will have to have options. Options. All this. right. Was he on the show Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. the Oprah Winfrey show, the Arsenio Hall show, or the Tonight Show? Oh, boy. Options. Ah, uh, I could see this I know. know. Yes. Good
3: question. Okay.
2: Bill Clinton. Playing the saxophone. This was yep. when he was president, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. This was
0: actually, it was the year before he became president. I think he was okay. in the well, middle was of the campaign. A okay. yeah. good campaign. Yeah, moves. a
2: smart campaign mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And
4: I'm going to have to go with Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah.
2: Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Bill Clinton played that saxophone on the Arsenio oh. Show.
4: yeah
0: I used to remember I would stay up late to watch the show. You know the Arsenio Hall <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. show.
5: Yep. I've never heard of this mm. in my life. You've never heard of the Arsenio Hall show?
0: You need no. to
2: YouTube it. Yeah. yeah. He he was a a one-of-a-kind, for sure.
0: Yeah, and they had like a a group of people that would sit off. kind of. They had kind of like not the greatest seats, but they got a lot of attention because their seats were bad, and they called them the Dog Pound, and they'd all be like, whoo, whoo, whoo. Yeah, that's a good time. And the fashion.
2: The Arsenio Hall fashion was (laughs) next level. All right, that would be a point for Gen X. Chaplain Justin, score update for us?
4: We have Boomers with one, Gen X with one, and Millennials with two. Okay. All right. All
3: right. Let's do
1: this. With
2: Mark and Christy. Chaplain Justin, score update for us. By the way, nicely done keeping the peace
4: so far. Thank you. I, I, I don't think I've had to intervene too much. No, no. it's been Besides cr- prayer. I mean, I'm prayed up. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank besides you. that. We need it for sure. We got boomers with one, Gen X with one, millennials with two. Okay. All right. Um, Christy, mm-hmm. you're in the hot seat.
3: Hey, Feeling hot, hot,
2: All right, your first question is from Sherry. So this is something that baby boomers would know. Whoever gets the point here will tie the millennials. All right. All right, the question is, the Japanese animated series Speed Racer... Made the North American debut in 1967. Okay. Here he
3: comes.
5: Here comes Speed Racer. Oh, wow. Man.
2: man. All right.
5: We yeah. rented those from the VHS store. <laughs> <laughs> like let's just like the DVD VHS rental place. That's where I saw that.
2: That's that's an wow. impressive millennial wow. story. I'm
5: yeah. impressed that she knows what a
0: VHS yeah, is. Right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> All right. With the help of his family, this talented young racer showed off his racing skills each episode by maneuvering dangerous obstacles or thwarting his racing rival's tactics. However, one fellow racer had a romantic interest in him. What was Speed Racer's girlfriend's name?
0: Man, see, I I know this show. I can visualize it. I just don't know the details enough of that. That's a great question. Um, What are my options?
2: Your options are Jessica, Katara, Trixie, or Lily. Mm,
0: I'm leaning towards Trixie for no other reason than I like the cereal, the tricks, like tricks.
3: <laughs> cereal. Most
2: random of logic ever.
5: Uh, Christy, don't you know tricks are for kids?
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: Of course. Exactly. Yes.
0: Uh, I don't know. Let, let's just go with Trixie.
2: All right. Not even a shot in the dark, just Christy logic.
0: I love tricks.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the girlfriend's name in Speed Racer was Trixie. Trixie. <laughs> So wrong.
4: Now I'm feeling more comfortable. This is the Wednesday game This I is know. the way it usually yeah, goes. This, is, this feels yeah. more familiar. Yeah. Wow. Great question, Sherry. Yeah.
0: I, I knew know. that cereal would come in handy one day. That's why I ate it every day. I love tricks.
4: Yeah, still doesn't make any more no, sense doesn't. the more that you talk. about. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're tied. That is a point for Gen X. Mm-hmm. All right, so
2: uh, two points for Gen X, two points for Lauren and the Millennials, and one question to go. So this is the tiebreaker. This is the tiebreaker this is for the for win. The win. Dun,
5: dun, dun.
2: All right, here you go. This is a question from Lauren. So something that Millennials would be more apt to know. What does the iconic Napoleon Dynamite T-shirt say?
3: If I mm. get this and Christy doesn't, <laughs> can you can you come back <laughs> yes. for the win? All
2: right, we may we may go that route. We'll see. <laughs> Look at the baby boomer vying for some points. I like it. I like We're it.
4: devolving into chaos right now. <laughs> that too. Who needs rules?
2: All right. Do you need options?
0: I think so, but I think I know it.
2: Okay, Napoleon Dynamite iconic T-shirt. What does it say? Vote for Kirk, Rico, Pedro, or Kip.
0: Yeah, it's vote for Pedro. Oh, you feeling good about I, that? That was what was going on in my head oh, before yeah. you read the options, and so I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure I'm going to win today. That's what I'm sure about. Okay. Vote for
2: Pedro. All right, iconic Napoleon Dynamite T-shirt said, "Vote for Pedro." Yay! Good question, question. Lauren.
5: Thank you. I'm impressed.
2: Thank you.
0: What a battle today though. Everybody answered questions today correctly. Like I did have
2: one guess. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't even know if it's a guess. I don't know what that was.
0: But everybody really had a lot of answers today, which usually we don't answer questions that easily. So
2: um,
4: I appreciate just how encouraging you are. I was just going <laughs> to say, <laughs> whenever it's amazing how kind yes, and nice you are. That's an interesting <laughs> observation. Win, win. Yeah. 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 All right, congratulations,
2: Gen X, with the win.
4: Woo-hoo! The KLRC
1: Morning Show with Mark and Christie.
2: We just got a little message from Gail, one of our listeners. On Facebook, she said, How do I get a replay of that chaplain chat with uh, Chaplain Justin about forgiveness Mm. yesterday morning? I I wanted to hear all of it. I didn't catch all of it. Uh, First of all, you can catch the conversation anytime. The KLRC Morning Show, we put it up on KLRC On Demand. That's in the podcast section of the KLRC app or KLRC.com. So if you miss anything from the morning show, you can always go back, take a listen to it again or listen to the whole thing or maybe even share it with somebody else. That conversation about forgiveness, Mm -hmm. that was, he had such good wisdom. Oh, forgiveness is
0: is just so huge. You know, one of the, the things that really hits home to me about that, part of the beginning of, healing is admitting the pain. And uh, I was looking at this focus on the family article about forgiveness and unforgiveness and how that affects us. But basically offenses always cause us pain. Right. Right. But it's our pride that makes us deny it. So I'm really Hmm. good at this. Okay. Uh, Where you take this attitude where let's say someone wrongs you and you're like, you know what? Who cares? You can't hurt me. You know, I'm doing my thing. I got my life. I'm not going to give you that power. Right. Right. And, but you don't really dive into why you're hurt. And so what happens is that insulates the pain and it causes, and I love these words, this terminology says this infectious agent of resentment. It's called toxic bacteria.
3: Hmm.
2: That's, Interesting. Uh, resentment guy,
0: uh, is toxic bacteria. That's actually a
2: really good word for it.
0: That enters our soul and it will fester creating a spiritual disease of bitterness uh-huh. and uh if the condition continues it will uh, estrange us from others especially yeah. that person that offended us but even from god and and that's the biggest thing i and i've seen that in my own life where um you know whenever i was in recovery one of the major things that brought freedom into my life yeah. was walking through that infectious disease of bitterness and dealing with the resentments and that toxic bacteria and i'm telling you my relationship with god was not that great And then after I broke through and dealt with all of that, it was just this open pathway. It changed it. Oh, it changed everything. Wow.
1: Ready for some good news? We are too. Here's your positive difference story of the day.
2: So they say it takes a village to raise a child. Well, that's the concept behind this new idea, a special community that's flourishing in England. This is a really cool idea. They created an intergenerational care village. It has both older folks and young kids who are all living together and interacting together. Okay. Okay? Uh, Here's what they know, especially as we've researched more about things like dementia, Mm -hmm. the stimulation and learning and fun. Those kind of things can help delay the progression of it. It's a critical way to kind of help fight the effects of dementia. So an organization called Belong, that's a nonprofit and they run care centers for Folks specializing those who need some extra dementia care, mm-hmm. they had an idea for this village. So they teamed up with a national charity called Ready Generations, and to help run a day nursery in the village. I love that. This is a cool idea. It's, it's a brilliant idea. The uh, nursery kids come each day. They kind of live their life doing that, and they've got other staff and those kind of things to help as well. But. The residents, the tenants there get to enjoy experiences with the kids, meal times, they share stories, they do arts and crafts together, Mm. they've got exercise time, and you know, the kids love it. It's like having a thousand grandparents, and the seniors are like, oh, you know, it just fills their cup. I feel young again. Yeah. And they say it's breaking the mold of those more traditional care environments. They spent about $25 million to build this 24-hour care facility. It's got independent apartments and, of course, the nursery, children's nursery as well. About 400 adults live there, and then they bring all the kids in for the nursery as well. And they say their favorite things are the daily activities of music dancing, and storytelling, and then just plain old hanging out
0: together. Such a great idea. I love that.
2: Yes. That is our positive difference story of the day. The
1: KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy.